1: Good morning, Lee.
2: Howdy there, Tara.
1: Glad to be back. Yeah. Glad we know the truth now. And we always knew the truth. We yeah. just weren't allowed to speak it.
2: Exactly. We just couldn't talk about it.
1: Right. But now it's become okay for world-renowned medical journals um, to tell the speak the truth about COVID. They, like the rest of us, would have been censored had they even tried it during COVID. And, you know, one of the things I pointed out was that You know, leading up to COVID, there had been a ton of tests on masking. A ton of studies Mm -hmm. on masking for all kinds of stuff. And it found that masks did, like, basically nothing to prevent the spread of a virus. And so, you know, I would post those to Facebook and get a strike. Like, actual mask studies. One of my strikes I got, uh, Chris Evans, back when he was our producer, had found this. It was actually a chart... In um, and, and a write up about masking, um, and it was during the swine flu. And they were saying, nah, you don't, don't no, even caretakers don't need masks. It's all cool. Don't, nah, don't bother to mask. It's not a good idea. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, masks became the thing. You had to have one or you were a murderer. Even though the CDC's own past history studies of this, extensive studies in medical journals found they made no difference. Didn't matter. You had to have one. And if you wanted to discuss the science, that was fine, but you were going to lose your social media if you didn't take the right side. As we now know, the FBI was doing that because they know all about masks. Or maybe they don't. Yeah. We now have the largest ever study of masking done by all the right people. Uh, this is uh, Cochran, the world's largest and most respected organization for evaluating health interventions. It is funded by the National Institutes of Health. So uh, Anthony Fauci's uh, own agency uh, and other nations health agency. It has a partnership with the World Health Organization. So this is all the right people. And we have to believe them because whatever they say is the science, right?
2: Oh, yeah. He is science.
1: Yeah. So uh, this is the world gold standard. And uh, what they did is was review 15 trials 15 of these largest ever study on this they studied wearing surgical masks versus wearing no masks also versus the n95 masks and what did they find this is going to shock you what all the studies before covid found it probably makes no difference
2: I'm shocked, Sarah.
1: And reducing the spread of respiratory illnesses, none whatsoever. So I just want to know, can I post that online or will I get a strike for telling the truth? Will, Will that make the FBI mad at me? I just want, maybe we could call the local FBI office and ask, you know, excuse me, I don't want to get another strike on my Facebook account. Can I tell the truth now about masks? Because as we know from the Twitter files, the FBI um full-time does the censoring for the cdc the nih the niad uh, and all that stuff. So i just want to know i mean just like somebody call up the fbi and just asked but i just want to know so i don't want to get a strike and i don't want to make them mad personally by calling them because i need you know my 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 social media to make a living so and maybe some one of you could call them and just let me know what they say because i'm afraid to come i'm afraid i'll get censored This is what 80 agents were doing around the clock full time. Are they still doing it? I don't know. But uh, remember, and we've got the Twitter documents back and forth where there were so many requests from so many agencies in the Democrat Party to censor so many people that the people at Twitter became confused. So they all decided that the FBI would be the choke point, the so-called belly button. And they just take out people like me and, you know, people who don't really know a lot of things about viruses like D- Jay Bhattacharya and the virology experts from, you know, Oxford, Stanford, Harvard, people like that who don't know what they're talking about. So um, those people got shut up. So I just want to know from the FBI. But it's not like I'm afraid to ask personally. Maybe you can call them up and say you're asking for a friend. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Will, will I be able to tell the truth about masks now? Is, is this is this enough? Or no, we're going to keep lying about this. I mean, we uh, the CDC is the now the only agency on earth, on earth, to recommend masking still for two year olds. Why I do not know, since these masks never worked. And what's amazing about this this Cochrane review of all the literature on masks, including trials during the COVID nineteen pandemic in hospitals and community settings and trials, and studies before. The largest ever study. They found uh, even the N95 didn't do anything. So what this was was a COVID costume contest. Yeah, And I think they needed something to make it look real. They needed something to make it look very scary, scarier than it was. And they did it in two ways. We have the CNN story from three weeks ago now, where CNN flat out admits... 90% 90% of the COVID deaths just weren't. They were, they were fake. They were um, the unique coding of the death certificates, so that even people who died in car accidents were listed as COVID deaths. So 90% of the deaths were fake, and they were like, oh, wow, how do we address this? I don't know. Maybe have the CDC reverse its policy of coding everything as a COVID death if there is a positive. And that article even detailed how they were swabbing the noses of dead people from car accidents to see if they could get a positive COVID test. I
2: like the way you used to put this. You talked about people, the the deaths of COVID or with COVID. I mean, to me, that's sort of a layman's way of of figuring that out. And and I think that that was, um, you know, a a really good way of putting that so that folks could understand it.
1: Well, if 90% of the deaths are in fact fake, COVID did not kill them, then, and that's CNN admitting that, Dr. Leanna Wen, take it up with her, not me then you wouldn't need something to make this look really scary because at the point where 90% of the deaths are fake, you got to ask the serious question, was this even a pandemic? Does this even meet the threshold to have been a pandemic? Uh, I don't know, but they needed theater to go along with it to scare the people, and the best way to do that was with the mask. I'll never forget. There, There's, you know, there's a... Great meme that's going around on Twitter right now, and it's it has to do with this this mask thing. It's resurfaced it a little bit, and it says, if you ever want to know if you would have gone along with with what would happen in Nazi Germany, now you know. <laughs> I can remember walking through Walmart, and I decided, I didn't tell anyone at the time, I'm not wearing that thing. I don't care what the audience is saying. I'm not wearing it. It doesn't work. It's a lie. I'm not going to live a lie. I was walking through Walmart. This is a very early part of that, and I did not have a mask on. And it was one of, I, I still say, this, I, I mean, I talk to thousands of people at a time. I make mistakes all the time. This is not the hardest thing I've ever done. The hardest thing I have ever done publicly was walking through that Walmart without a mask on at that early stage of COVID when they, when they had induced such terror with so many lies. And there was one other woman in the store with me. She had a, had a toddler in hands and was walking around, and we made eye contact. We were the only two that were brave enough to walk that store without masks. And I was barely brave enough. It was incredibly uncomfortable. They had a manager on me following me around. I was waiting for them to call the cops. Yeah. And I wasn't going to do it. I was like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm just not. That was just a breaking point for me. It was just, it was personal. I was like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not wearing this. If I, if I had, if I knew it was real and it stopped, then I certainly would have. But I was like, no, I'm not, I am not doing COVID theater with you people. And that guy, about halfway through my trip, started following me around the store. The guy with a you could tell they put him on me and he was watching me. I'm like, what are you, what are you waiting for? A big sneeze? I mean, what, what are you doing? I didn't say anything. I was very polite. And I was like, well, let's just see what they do. What, are they going to have me down on the floor? Are they so afraid of me because I'm unmasked that they're not? It was the hardest thing I've ever done socially. And just the looks and the stares like that anyone would dare. That's how, I mean, people forget how bad it got.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: And it was all a lie. It was all a lie. And now we know. And the craziest part was you could know it was a lie at the time. All you had to do was go read the literature on it going back to the early 1900s. Didn't work. You know who was the first person who said it didn't work? It was my son, Crash. He was (laughs) eight years old. Mom, if there's big gaps in the sides, how's it going to stop? I don't know, honey. I don't know. He's eight, and he can observe this and figure it out. He's not even a virologist.
2: And that's what we... Well... Interesting about the ones that I see, the folks that I see wearing them now, half the time, if, if not more than half the time, it's hanging down below the nose. It's just, you know, sort of hanging off the side. It's just like – and I'm like, I, I'm not going to shame anybody for doing that because I thought it was wrong to shame people for not wearing it, and I'm not going to shame people for wearing it. But I'm just at a point now where it's like, why? Why are you going along with this? It's the strangest thing at this point. And what's really – Odd is, w- certain television programs and I won't pick anybody out, but certain television programs that have an audience, live audience? Yeah. They'll be masked up. Some of them are all color coordinated. And then there's others, and of course, you go to any sporting event. Pff, indoors or outdoors. Nope. nothing.
1: The we- worst part is when you go to um, an appointment, now do- still doctors' appointments. I mean, these are supposed, they're supposed to be the forefront of the science, right? Yep. And they still make you mask up. You know, I've, I've been at a couple of those where they've
2: got the signs, but they didn't make me because I wasn't going to.
1: Yeah. At my last uh, doctor's appointment, I had an earache and I went and she told me I couldn't go back unless I masked up. I was like, okay, cool. And I just held my mask and walked back there. Yeah. Um, and nobody saw yeah. me. Yeah. So, and it was even more ridiculous because the healthcare provider didn't have the mask on. I'm like, <laughs> what are we yeah. even doing here? Yeah. Exactly. They don't know this is just it's a cult like practice and it's it's just popular. That's all it was. And the left decided you had to wear the covid costume or else. So all of that was wrong. All of that was a lie. So score one for the science deniers, and the conspiracy theorists. Again, we get it right. And we're not even scientists. We could figure this out. Folks, Americans don't know yet, Joe Biden has restarted the Cold War. Like, if I was going to try to figure out how to restart the Cold War and get it done in two years or less, that would be a challenge. But they did it. Unbelievable. Russia deploys nuclear-armed ships, submarines, and bombers for the first time in 30 years. Folks, we're back in a Cold War. I don't. I don't know if you know that. And this has been the goal of the swamp for a very long time, most especially the Democrats, is to get into war with Vladimir Putin. I don't know what their end game is, why they want it, but they want this so badly. Let's look at this from Russia's perspective. The media is presenting this as if Vladimir Putin is just doing all these crazy things. Man, he's just he's going pro-nuclear for no reason. He's He's running around with nuclear-armed ships, submarines, and bombers for the first time in 30 years. He just lost his mind. There's no other explanation for it. No, we drive him to it. We just put the 101st Airborne in Romania on his border, on the Ukraine border, the Screaming Eagles. That is the first time they have been forward-deployed to Europe since World War II, okay? Vladimir Putin can read. We are doing everything we can to figure out how to start this war. The Patriot missiles thing, as Tucker Carlson explains, absolutely terrifying. I wish to end game. We we need American troops to operate those. So what happens the first time the troops launch one of them at a, I don't know, carrier with Russian troops in it? Exactly what the Biden administration wants, World War III. Or even better yet, one of those missiles goes astray. See, none of this is being explained to the American people. It is being explained in India, in their media, and in South America where we are seen as the aggressor. And that is correct. We are. We are the aggressor. We will not stop this. We are trying to goad it on. And this is why you have South America, India, places like that that have not sanctioned Russia. Because they get real news. If we got real news, we would know. We have just restarted the Cold War. But Americans don't get real news. It's sanitized. But what happened over the weekend is absolutely terrifying. As we are putting these troops in harm's way, they are bait. That's what they they are, bait. One of them gets hurt by an errant missile. It's on. Why would you send your troops to a war zone? In their case, because they want a war. They want it, and they want it bad. So... Understand where Vladimir Putin is, where we have driven him to. For the second time over the weekend, in the last two weeks, a direct deputy of Zelensky's has said that we, I don't know who we is, are going to be blowing up Russian cities inside Russia. We. Our. The one a couple of weeks ago uh, was his foreign minister flat out said to Russia, we... That can only mean Russia, uh, you know, Ukraine in the U.S., Ukraine in, in the E.U. We are going to blow up Moscow. We are going to blow up St. Petersburg. We're going to hit inside Russia. So understand when you see um, these reports of Russia's flying off Alaska, that's what that's about. They're driving them and driving them and pushing them and pushing them and pushing them. Trying to figure out how to get into this war for God knows what reason. I have my theories, but... And here, we, here it is over again over the weekend. Olakisi, I don't know how he says his name, Danilov. He's the Ukraine security chief. Vowed that Ukraine's tanks will be parked on Moscow's Red Square. So we're telling Russia again, we're going to invade. We're coming over your border. We're going to do a full-on land war. It's going to be like, World War One. World War II is going to be so much fun. We only deploy the 101st Airborne. When we go to war. We just did in Russia. They know that. So pushing them, pushing them, pushing them, pushing them. This morning, uh, Vladimir Putin announced he's leaving the START treaty behind. He's got the nukes in the air. We got everything we need. Now we just need to get go ahead and get some more troops hit. They're trying it. folks. They're dangling them like bait. Headline, UK Daily Mail. You want to know why this is happening? It's Joe Biden's doing it. His administration headline our tanks will be parked on Moscow's Red Square their tank Ukraine doesn't have any tanks all they got are German tanks and the ones we are going to be sending in the spring our tanks what does that mean when he says that he means U.S tanks he's saying this to the Russian people he's saying this to Putin this is why Putin is in the air with nukes what are we doing what is the purpose? I don't know. They want nuclear war. You know what the Serbian president thinks? This is crazy. They wouldn't tell you this either. you're American, you don't get to know what goes on or what's done in your name. The Serbian president just put out a signed statement saying, and he's trying to stay neutral, understandably, because both sides are insane, right? I mean, it's like totally, yeah, I wouldn't get into it either. It's hard to say who's crazy or us or Putin or the swamp or Putin. Really hard call most days. Serbian president flat out says, that they're going to try to stay neutral and it's going to be hard because Washington wants the war, wants a war with Russia for the 24 election. Serbian president. So even he knows what the deal is. This is their next grift. This is their next narrative. Look, when you've done COVID and faked a pandemic, where 90% of the deaths are fake, so it probably doesn't even qualify as a pandemic, COVID's real, but they exaggerated it. You need something so much bigger for the next election. I mean, it's got to be. Cold War? Nuclear war. So even the president of Serbia basically saying we're going to try to stay neutral, but it's going to be hard because Washington wants to get into war by you know in time for the twenty twenty four election. That's what their intel services say. Yeah, that's what anybody with any sense knows. But why? What is their plan? I don't know. Call Lindsey Graham. Ask him. So over the weekend, we, we by the way, the Cold War is back. That's cool because everybody wanted the Cold War back. Remember Donald Trump was supposed to cause a nuclear war except now Joe Biden is? And now that Joe Biden is, I mean, it's the hippest thing ever, nuclear war. Used to not be cool, but now it is. it's the best. So over the weekend, the U.K. was the first to announce it will supply Ukraine with longer-range weapons. Breitbart flat-out wrote this quote, it is also conceivable that British long-range missiles could be used to wage attacks on Russia proper, in other words, inside Russia. A move that could see localized war a localized war transform into a global conflict, which is the goal. I mean, it is. I don't misunderstand. It's what they want, and they got no end game of any kind. So, what does this mean? I saw this. And I knew exactly what it meant, and I freaked out over it. If UK, if the U.K. gets, they're going to be the first to supply Ukraine with longer-range weapons, Lindsey Graham's going to have to have missiles. He's going to have to have the long-range missiles, and he's going to have to be able to launch them inside Russia. If the U.K. gets to hit Russia with missiles, we're going to have, I mean, it's just not fair. And I can tell you what's going on right now, because this was a big election. 2022 and 2020 and all those military industrial complex people the big donors they're number two to tech only in donations they're all calling congress and they are like wow look i mean look the uk they get they give it on long-range missiles you aren't going to go buy some from us and send them over there i mean what do we pay your you know campaign costs for so watch for this i'm gonna play the audio tomorrow they just haven't they haven't said it yet it'll be tomorrow or the next day It's going to be all the right swamp creatures, Lindsey Graham, the Democrats, but then I repeat myself, out there saying, we need to send long-range missiles too. The only thing you're going to do with a long-range missile in Ukraine is exactly what Breitbart says. You're going to hit inside Russia. Oh, but Tara, come on. They would never do that. Wow. do you see this? For the second time in three weeks. One of Zelensky's underlings, his flat out said to Russia, "We're gonna blow up your cities. We're we're coming into Russia. We're going across your border. We, who's we? Because last time I looked, Congress hadn't declared war. So as who we is, well, Vladimir Putin knows who we is. We is us. The last one was that uh, Ukraine was gonna launch missiles and blow up Moscow and Saint Petersburg." And that was shed the week we're like, yeah, we think we'll send Patriot missiles and maybe some troops to operate them. Yeah, just, like, blow some Russian planes, some Russian troops out of the air. That'd be cool. Russia totally won't respond. Oh, and we're going to back the 101st Airborne right up to uh, your border with your, Romania. We only deploy them when we're in a war. But Putin won't mind. I mean, he's, he doesn't care if we do this stuff. Over the weekend, they doubled down again. I just want you to know what's being said in your name to start World War III. Headline: UK Daily Mail. This is a quote from uh, Zelensky, Ukraine's National Security and Defense Council boss. Tells tells Putin, "quote Our tanks will be parked on Moscow's Red Square, where well, they don't have tanks. They don't have any tanks." Those are our tanks and Germany's. So they're telling Putin, we're coming. We're going to blow up your cities. I know Putin knows what that means. That means we, America, whoever else chooses to join in are going to blow up his cities. And we don't tell this guy Zelensky to shut up. And then back here at home, uh, when Putin is doing something he hasn't done, since, we're in the Cold War. He's flying with nukes. He's got nuclear-armed submarines out there for the first time in 30 years. They're off our coast. Yeah, man. And they want you to think, oh, Putin just went a little crazy. Man, he's just nuts. It's probably a medication. He's just, he doesn't even, we don't even know why he's doing it, because we pushed him. And he's saying to us, stop it. Stop it. What caused all of this? Why did he invade Ukraine? Well, if you listen to the U.S. media, it's because he just went crazy one day. I mean, for no reason, just hauled off and, wow, okay, no. For the year before he invaded Ukraine, he was begging for international inspections of the deadly bioweapons labs we were building on his border in violation of the treaties we are a party to. He wanted them off his border, understandably. I mean, if he did that to us in Mexico, I'd be like, bomb him. Go down there and blow him out. Can't have Russians in Mexico with bio labs, on our, bio labs on our border. That's what started the whole thing. And they asked for those inspections for a year and we gaffed them off. They want this war so bad. And I don't know why they want it, but they do. So what we are doing right now is using Zelensky to push him and push him and push him and push him. That's why Biden's over there to push him. So that's what's going to happen today. We're going to all of a sudden need to have long-range missiles there like the U.K., Why would we not tamp it down when Zelensky says this stuff? Why would we not say, well, that's just Zelensky saying he's going to blow up Russian cities and roll tanks into Russia? We don't mean that. That's not us. But we don't, do we? We don't tamp it down. Let, let, me, let me tell you what. We control Zelensky because we installed him. So if Zelensky and his people are saying this stuff to Russia, it is, it is with our permission, without our condemnation, he is speaking for us because we told him to. Or because we let him. And he's egging Russia on and egging Russia on and egging Russia. And then out of nowhere, this is what they want the American people to think. Just out of clear nowhere, we plum got picked on. It's like punching a bully in in the nose. And when he kicks you in the shin, screaming, look, I was attacked. I need intervention. This is what we're doing. This is a game. And I want you to understand how it's being played because it's a very dangerous game they're playing in our name. I have no idea what our national security interest is in Russia. None whatsoever. So over the weekend, China's like, you know, we were sending non-lethal aid to the Russians in Ukraine, but now we think we might send lethal aid. And they want you to think that's just randomly out the No, it's because we are literally letting this lunatic threaten Russia that our tanks are gonna be in Moscow's Red Square, we're gonna blow up cities inside Russia? Folks, the talk never got this, if you live through the Cold War, the talk never got this insane from our side. We weren't this, Now this is a nihilistic, suicidal group of people. And I don't even think that the swamp creatures like, like, like Lindsey Graham, and the current crop of politicians understand what they are doing. I don't. I don't think they do. I think these lobbyists come by, they say, "Listen, we you know we we donated ten thousand dollars your last two campaigns. We're going to need you to support long range missiles uh, in Ukraine." And uh, they're like, "Okay, long range missiles for Ukraine." I don't even know if these politicians understand what Zelensky is threatening the Russians with, and why they are in the air now with nukes. But that's what's going on. Are you still working from home? Interesting question. You really get a look at what the pandemic did. This is an incredible number to me. I would think it'd be lower. Nearly 30% of work continued to be remote in January. So it's almost a third. It's six times higher than in 2019 before the coronavirus pandemic. 30 so um, they're saying roughly 59, only 59.1% of full-time employees work entirely on-site anymore. That's our reality here, though. I mean, you go downstairs, used to be humming down there. I mean, it is, it's is—it's just creepy downstairs. There's almost no one in the sales pit. Everybody works from home. And then you kind of find yourself, and I think this is what happened with a lot of bosses, going, well, why do we ever do this before? I mean... We must save a ton on just the light bills because the lights are off down there most of the time. So I didn't realize it was that high, and that has a lot of effects. Think about it. You're coming and going from work. What are you doing? You're picking up stuff at big box stores. Do you see this over the weekend? Headline, UK Daily Mail, where we go to figure out what the heck is going on in this country because no one would tell you otherwise, is the U.S. facing a retail apocalypse, more than 800 big box retail stores set to close, 800, think about that. Set to close across the nation this year. Some of them, not a surprise. Bed, bath, and beyond. I mean, some people are just ordering a lot of that stuff online. But some of them are surprising. Like Walmart? I could see Party City going. You'd get a lot of that stuff online. GAPS, another one? 800 big box retail stores. So the story the media is telling this morning, if you tune in for any of it, I saw Fox News' version of it as well. Everybody's ordering online, so that's why this is happening. That's probably true. And when you got... You know, full 30% of people working from home, I think that's great. I, I think it's just a waste to get in your car and drive across town. If you can do your job at home, do it at home. Fewer car accidents, less pollution, less traffic. It just makes so much more sense. More time with family because you're not wasting your time on those commutes. Okay, but what is the excuse? Well, everybody's buying stuff online. See, the big box stores are closing. Are they now? Well, there's a lot more online shopping, Sure. And COVID taught us that, too. But didn't I just read that Amazon was doing the biggest ever firing? In fact, they did something shocking. This is when I knew the economy was in, in big trouble. Normally, they announce end of November, beginning of December, that they're hiring temporary workers for the holidays, right? Makes sense. They announced they were firing 10,000. It was their biggest fire ever. And that's where you go, whoa. And they doubled down in January. So you know what? 10,000 fired, not enough. We're going to make it 18. So this idea, well, there's so much ordering going on online. It does, the boxes, big box stores have to come. Well, no. Not when you're firing 18,000 workers. I mean, Amazon's the canary in the coal mine. They continue to act like, well, but it's all going great. The economy's fantastic. Okay. We'll see. Gonna be interesting to see sort of what the urban landscape looks like after this, you know? When so many of these... Strip malls, big box stores are just empty. I mean, you drive on, around town. I don't know what they'll do with them. But it's going to change everything. And a lot of that shopping's, you know, to and from work. So you can see why that would have affected them. texture rights, less socializing, less friendships, easier for people to report their neighbors and families, no ties. And finally, texture rights, ultimately, at-home workers will be the first release during pending cutbacks. Yeah, interesting.